Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, this is Lauren Engel. Today, I'm here with Infinite. What's up? <laughs> so, you're originally bo born in Calgary. Yeah, I was born and raised in Calgary, Alberta, which is like Western Canada, and I've been there forever. And or like parents, just outside. Yeah. Of it, yeah. And your parents are originally from there as well. Yeah, mom and dad were both born in Calgary. Nobody in my like immediate family has moved like at all. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah, it's been all Calgary for <laughs> a long time. What do your parents do? Uh, my dad actually was my dad was a street cop for like twenty. 25 years mm -hmm. and my mom was a 911 dispatcher oh wow. like how they met so um, yeah so growing up with like the two cop parents was cool was interesting <laughs> um, but yeah that's what they do mm -hmm. and what kind of music were they playing in the house when you were growing up they they played I was I was raised on like the Beatles and Queen and um, Stuff like that. I don't know. They, those were like their main ones. Um, they didn't really do like the whole Led Zeppelin thing, mm -hmm. like with most parents or a lot of parents, my friend's age. But um, yeah, classic, classic rock is like their thing. Where do you think you got your creative side from? Um, my mom. My mom played piano uh, a lot when I was growing up. She doesn't really as much anymore. Uh, my dad is like not a creative bone in his body or musical <laughs> bone at all. Um, so definitely the mom's side uh, for, yeah, I guess anything, music or creative. Did she get you into, was it saxophone or something? Yeah, that's, that's awesome um, that you know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, so she, when like me and my brother were kids, she thought that like music was important. Um, I didn't really do any, any instrument like at all until I guess like grade three or four when like they give you the little recorders mm -hmm. in, in school. And then when it came to like grade six in my school, that was when you had to pick like art or band. So my mom was like, both the kids uh, start doing music. My brother ended up playing trumpet. He's older than me. And then I played saxophone um, and I didn't want to like at all. I wanted to play guitar, but there was no like guitar in the school band. Mm -hmm. And I think my mom wanted to like put us in school band rather than like private lessons because like it was through the school and then she wouldn't have to worry about like lessons other way mm -hmm. but she was like you do this for like two years and then you can switch to whatever you want and at the time I was like hey this sucks like saxophone's not really cool when you're like 12 <laughs> and like I was listening to like pop punk and stuff so. did you get good at it though I got like okay at best I was <laughs> like so average um, but then I did that for the two years and then my mom was like hey you can get a guitar now if you want so then that was like I was like yo I did my time and now I can be cool and play guitar. How did you get more into the metal scene? Um, I started, I guess I started listening to that kind of stuff when I was like grade eight, so like 13. Um, and then I started playing guitar a lot and then um, I started, that was when like MySpace was like really popping. Um, mm -hmm. And local, local bands in Calgary were like doing shows pretty regularly. And then I started, I started going to those, and I thought it was like the coolest thing ever. Um, 
So I just started going to those more and more, and then like my friends and I tried to do the whole band thing in high school, um, which is what like I wanted to do always. I never wanted to do any like EDM anything, like producing or DJing. I used to give my brother like a lot of a lot of hassle when he was in school because he was like he was like a diehard Tiesto fan <laughs> and. Like, he's always, he's always watching, like, videos of that and, like, playing that stuff in his car. And I was, I would, like, make fun of him all the time. I'd be like, this is not even music. This is a guy who stands there, presses a button. Because I was, like, 13, and I thought it was cool to make fun of that music. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I was doing the whole band thing. And then it just, like, didn't work because it's really hard to get people who want to do the same thing as you. And if there's, like, five people trying to be creative all at once, obviously, it, get annoying. Were you making original music though or was it like covers? Um, we did, we like started with covers. Um, we, we played a couple covers of like, uh, there was a band called Atreyu, we played some covers of their stuff and then, and then we started writing our own stuff, um, just like still somewhere out on the internet, recorded on like the worst anything ever and it's just like some of the worst music you'd ever hear. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, that was like the first time I was ever making any kind of original stuff. Mm-hmm. Was a bad thing. Did it come easily to you, like making songs from scratch? Uh, kind of. Um, I like taught myself guitar, so I didn't have any like formal theory training and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just kind of messed around and did like what sounded good. And I guess that was kind of easy. Um, when I started like producing, that was when I like actually learned a little bit of theory on like through the internet and stuff so I could actually like know that it sounded good but also it was like right technically by like theory so um kind of I guess like a really long answer for an <laughs> easy question sorry how else would you describe yourself like then growing up um like when I was a kid like during that time yeah like teenage years um teenage years were like I didn't like them that much I was like I felt super awkward all the time. Um, I started like, I tried to do the whole like emo kid thing when I was like in high school, um, but I wasn't allowed to dye my hair black. So one, like my mom and dad were just like, I don't know, for whatever reason, they were like, not in this house. So my like solution to that was like, hey, well, I'll do the opposite and I'll like bleach it white. So I tried to do that. And then it turned out like super bright yellow. And I already got like picked on and made fun of like, so hard that that was just like that really didn't help mm-hmm. um so like high, high school was all i didn't really enjoy it that much because um, i was getting screwed with at school a lot there was like this group of kids of forever um through all of high school just like i was a super easy target because like i wore weird clothes i guess and then i do the hair thing and i had weird haircuts all the time like there's one point where like this, my name was birdhead that was like that was the thing everyone would They'd be like, oh, this bird head, let's get him. And that was, that was the thing. Um, Did it not click to you to conform if you were getting, like, a lot of that? Oh, that would have been, like, yeah, for sure. That yeah. would have been way easier, was to stop doing everything. Because, like, <laughs> this group of dudes was, like, super obvious what they didn't like about me. They would, like, make fun of my clothes the one day. Because I was wearing, like, skinny jeans and the band shirts and stuff. And the next day would be the hair or whatever. And then... So, like, yeah, I definitely could have just... But that's like, cool that you just stuck to, like, what you wanted to, like, dress as. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was yeah, 
was cool. I never even like really thought about it at the time of like, hey, I could probably like not do this, but um, yeah, that was just a good way of that. That led to the music thing a lot because like, so it'd be like parties and stuff every weekend, and I would like at all costs. I mean, I was usually not invited anyway, so like it wasn't really that big of a problem. But mm -hmm. if there was a a party that like everyone could go to. I would always be like, no, I, I like make something. I'd be like, no, I can't go, cause. But it was really just cause I was like, terrified that I would go and these kids would be there and that would be mm. my weekend. Actually, like, yeah, actually, with that, like, what kind of advice do you have for kids who are like going through bullying or like getting picked on? I mean, I like, I like hate bullying. I think because I grew up and like, I was involved with it. I'd still like, when I see that like on the internet now, I feel like so bad and it's just like mm -hmm. the worst thing because. As like on like the big scale of things, it's such usually it's like such a minor thing that you'll get over it and stuff. But like when you're young and it's happening all the time, and like it's super embarrassing when you're a kid. That was like the thing I hated most about it. I like didn't mind the whole like whatever, like you get shoved in the lockers or like kids in the hallway like calling you whatever. I just mostly didn't like it, would be like in front of like all your mm. peers and stuff. like. Oh, sick, like, the girl you like is, like, across the hall and she sees mm -hmm. you, like, getting all your stuff mangled and whatever. Um, but, I don't know, as far as advice goes, just, like, if you can, just, like, keep doing, I guess, what I did. Like, just don't change just because, like, kids are messing with you. Um, yeah. Back up your friends, I guess. Um, that That's, like, a super helpful thing. That was not really relevant when I was getting picked on. Like, if one kid was, like... An older kid or something saw it and was like, hey, you guys are losers, you should probably stop. Like, chances are probably what happened because mean kids are usually mean until they get, like, called out in front of yeah. someone, so. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You'll get over it eventually. Everyone goes through, or a lot of people go through it, and mm -hmm. they're fine, so. Yeah. And so what was the turning point that you like EDM more and more? Um... Right, okay, so yeah, I got kind of sidetracked. So because I like didn't want to go out at all uh, during school and like the bad thing just wasn't happening. Um, yeah, just like staying home on weekends eventually. One of my friends like played uh, played me a dubstep song in his car once. Um, it, was a, it was a song by Ganja White Knight. It was called Peace by Fear. And I thought it was really cool. I'd never heard anything like that. Um, and then eventually I just started having like so much spare time at home and with the band thing it just wasn't working. I like Googled, I was like, how do you make this dubstep thing, whatever. And then I found out it was just like all done, like one guy, one computer. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Um, I can do this and not have to rely on anyone else. So I think I just torrented like uh, Fruity Loops back then or whatever. And then I started messing around with it. And, that led into, I never like ever thought like, oh, this could be something I could do like seriously. I was, I was just trying to like kill time. And back then you were inspired by Excision Dead Sick, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Those were, yeah, when I was in high school, like once, it like caught on very quickly with like, I think my age group and in my school. So everyone, like all, all of my friends were like, yo, dad's in Excision. Oh, wow. They're Canadian. So that was also like really cool because it was like, wow, someone... Canada like actually can do this that was cool so they they were for sure like for years like the first two I'd ever heard and was definitely trying to copy a lot of their stuff 
-hmm. And how did you get your music more and more out there initially? Um, when I when I first started like taking it seriously, um, there was there was a thing called dubstep.net, which is now become edf.com. Um, but they they really helped uh, when I was first starting out. Um, I don't remember how I got in touch with them, but they they were like posting my stuff fairly often and just getting into a lot more people's ears. And then uh, I would I just send my I did like tons of emails and like I sent stuff out to YouTube channels like as much as I could. Um, and then eventually I started sending stuff when I found out that like labels were a thing. I started sending stuff out to a lot of them and. Uh, most of them didn't reply to me or said no because my stuff was probably not that good. And then eventually uh, some started saying yes and just kind of all been going forward from there. Did you go to college? Um, I like kind of went to college. I didn't do like a full, a full course um, or like a full, I guess, four year or two year, mm -hmm. whatever normal people do. Um, I did like, they had a, they had a course at um, at SAIT, like the school in Calgary, um, for digital audio, but, um, I did, like, a really, f it, it's supposed to be, like, a six-month thing, but I did it over summer, they, like, compressed it into, like, two months or something, um, and that was for, like, hardly anything production-related at all, it was for, like, live sound mm. and, uh, like, recording and anything, basically, but, uh, production for audio, so I did that, but, like, it didn't really do much for what I'm doing. It gave me a lot of knowledge just like in general about audio stuff but um, yeah for the mm -hmm. most part. Uh, that's that's the closest thing to college for mm -hmm. me. And then after that you were working in a d different job right? Yeah after that I did I did a bunch of jobs. Um, I had a few kitchen jobs when I was younger which I think is like the worst job on the planet. Some people some people love it, but it was like the most stressful anything. I don't know how people do that. It's not good. Um, so I did, a, I did a few of those. And then my job before I started uh, just doing music full time, I worked at, I worked at a sawmill. I worked, uh, ran like machines there. And uh, that was cool. It like, it paid really well, but it was, you did like four, four days, Monday to Thursday. 12-hour shifts um, oh, wow. and it was like alternating day and night shifts so it'd be like 6 in the morning to 6 at night for two weeks then you'd switch and then it'd be 6 at night till 6 in the morning for every two weeks which was just like so bad for your body yeah and, like it was so hard to work on music because like you would even though you had three-day weekends which is sweet like you were so tired like every Friday was just like a write-off because you just sleep and like mm -hmm. recover and then Saturday um, I have, I have a, or I'm engaged, so I had a, I have a girl, so, like, she needs one day, because I wasn't seeing her for the work, or mm -hmm. for the week, and then Sunday, you're just sad all day, because you have to go to work the next day, so it was, like, really hard to, like, fit in, like, good long periods of time where I could do music, so that was not ideal. Mm -hmm. And was that the job that you, you kind of wrote down a plan, right, of, like, to quit it? Yeah. Like, what to do after? Yeah, so I didn't mind that job for a couple years, and then... Um, but also, like, during, while I was working there, I, like, I was, I was never raised where mom and dad were, like, you can do, like, anything crazy. They were, they're, they've never said, like, you can't do anything crazy, but I just was never in, like, an environment where, like, 
anything is possible type thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I'd, I'd never even really like considered this like music group to be doable. And then I started hating that job so much. Um, like it was just every day. Like I hated being there. I hated getting up at 4.30 and being freezing because like we would work through the winter and oh, it was yeah. just the worst. So um, yeah, I don't, I don't know exactly when like the turning point was, but I, I did like sit down one day and I like wrote down, yeah, I wrote down like a detailed plan of like how much money I wanted to have saved, when I would be able to do it by, and when I would be able to quit. And then once I did that, I was like, I was like, cool. Once I do that, like I can really focus on this. And I figured out like if I wanted to make it happen, <laughs> the only reason it wouldn't happen is if I didn't like put the time in. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, that was when I like decided to actually pursue it full time. Where was your music career at by that point? Like when I made the decision? Or, yeah. Um, like where are you getting lots of requests to do shows and everything? I was, yeah, I was getting like a, a kind of a decent amount of shows. Um, most of them, the thing was for that was most of them were from the States and I couldn't play there because I didn't have a visa. And I knew like there was no way I was going to be able to get a visa working at this job because you need like like you need like mad credentials and like press and stuff to get the visa so that was one thing I was like hey well if I ever want to tour the states like it can't be done with this job so that was another reason um my like SoundCloud and stuff I think were like I think I was starting to get some hype on there but um I knew like I needed to give like at least two years without like any other job before things would properly start popping, mm -hmm. so um, yeah, I was like very, I guess in the big picture, very still like low tier when I decided I wanted mm -hmm. to quit. You moved back into their parents, or or you still had money saved from your job? Um, yeah, so I like I saved a lot of money because I'm like I, I stress about like anything possible, and mm -hmm. um, one of like the main things I stress about is money, which is probably a good thing but also not um so i wanted to have i think what i what i budgeted for was i could work um, 18 months mm -hmm. without like making a single dollar and i would still be okay with what i had saved yeah and and that and obviously like i wasn't gonna make zero dollars for that entire time frame but mm -hmm. that allowed me to like relax quite a bit and not have to worry about that um so i didn't i didn't have to move home um I was living in my condo at the time. I bought a condo when I was like super young. My parents, <laughs> my parents told me to. Oh my gosh. When I was working at that job, it paid a lot and I was, uh, I wasn't doing anything. Like I didn't buy a nice car or anything. So I had all this money. Wow. And they were like, you should invest in a condo. So I did that. But I was living there when I quit. And then um, my girl and I moved in. My brother bought like an insanely huge house. So we moved in with him. <laughs> And then I, I just rented out the condo, which was also nice because it gave me a little bit uh, yeah. more income when I could just like focus on the music stuff. How did you meet um, Firepower Records? Um, I think the Firepower thing came, I'd been sending them music for so long because um, right, right when the label started, when Datsa came out and was like, this is my new thing, that was like, Right then, I was like, I need to do something with Firepower. So, I think once I thought my stuff was kind of good, it was probably two years of just sending them stuff to their demo email. 
And I think for the first year, I don't even think I heard back. And then I think the second year was when I started getting replies that were like, hey, this is really cool, but it's not what we're looking for. And once I got that first reply, I was like, okay, uh, I'm at least to like the tier where they'll reply to me. And then I think it was like another year before um, like they said the first yes back to me, which was very exciting. Um, I've never actually met, um, I met Datsik when I was really young, but I never met Shara, like the label manager. Actually going back a bit with her name, like what about the Parks of Oalfa really clicked to you? Yeah, um, so yeah, the name, the, I most, most of the time I don't even tell people the story of the name because it's like, most people don't know that movie. Um, my girlfriend showed me the, that movie, The Perks of Wallflower, like, um, right when it came out. And I just thought it was a really good movie. Like, I really liked it. Um, a lot of it was, like, about some kids who were, like, getting treated not well in high school. So I was like, word, cool. Um, but there was, a, yeah, there's one scene from the movie just where they mentioned they use the word infinite. And I thought it was cool. And my girlfriend really liked that scene. And then I just... I just rolled with that and then just added the ones because that's what you do when you're 19 and you're trying to make a cool name. But, <laughs> but it was actually because I was worried about like any copyright stuff. So. Yeah, that's smart. How would you say your music has changed compared to the early songs you made? Um, I mean, it's definitely gotten a lot better. Um, as far as style goes, I still think it's like a lot of my stuff is still just like kind of cliche melodic intros and then I guess like bro steppy drop um, I've made a lot more heavier stuff I think the last year I'll do once in a while I'll do something that's like not uh, melodic at all and I never used to do that um, and then yeah it's just gotten better I've just learned a lot in what, five six years uh, yeah but. yeah how would you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger Sorry, what? How do you say you've grown as a person compared to when you were younger? Oh, how was I, have I grown as a person? Yeah. I've grown, I think I've grown a lot. I'll, I'll actually think it's like really cool. I'll think about it sometimes. Um, I've, I don't know, I feel like everyone, you just grow and you kind of like look at things that you, when you're a kid and you think it's okay to do something or like okay to say something because it's fine and you don't really think about things. Um, like there's stuff that I did and said when I was 18 that like you grow up and you realize like hey that really wasn't cool but now I like get why it's not and then you, I've made an effort to not do that um, I don't know I feel like I care about people more mm -hmm. when I was younger um, I think that has to do a lot with like the bullying thing just because I know it sucks to not be treated good and it feels good to treat people not that way mm-hmm what do you say have been your biggest challenges in life? Biggest challenges in life? Um, oh man, that's a good one. I'd say my biggest challenge right now is, uh, I guess just doing this as like a career. It's mm -hmm. uh, like, it's there's a lot of really hard things with it. And it's also hard too, because like where I'm from, I don't really have like, well like zero, none of my like close friends at home or anybody that I live with or like hang out with um, is involved in the music industry mm -hmm. at all or like any creative careers so it's like it's really tricky to like talk to people about like if I've got problems or issues mm -hmm. going on 
And like it feels weird too when like if I like I'm playing video games at night with my friends and they're all like talking about going to work and stuff and if I say like yeah I gotta go because I gotta work tomorrow a lot of them are kind of like what do you mean like you don't work oh uh, yeah job and like, yeah I mean I mean I do but uh, I get it and like I don't really feel like I can talk to any of my like close circle about stuff like that because like they can't relate on any level so mm-hmm. that's tricky out like out here when I come here and like I get to hang out with everyone who like does the exact same thing as me uh that's cool because like they get it obviously mm-hmm. but um yeah I'd say that's the biggest struggle right now is to just be chill with this mm-hmm. actually what are the meanings behind your tattoos or do you have a favorite one uh yeah so I have a lot um a favorite uh, I guess if I have a favorite one, it would probably be this one. This one's, like, mm-hmm. the most, I guess, um, special to me. I got this one, actually, um, just this past fall. Um, this is, like, the cover art for uh, the We Came As Romans album, To Plant A Seed. Mm-hmm. And um, I got it because I was actually, um, I was, like, pretty close friends with um, the vocalist from that band, and he passed away in August. Um, so I got that one for him, and that one's, like... None of the other ones are for anything like that, so that one means a lot for that one. Um, That was also, like, one of the coolest, like, relationships I've ever made through music. Um, When I was, when I was, like, just started high school, um, that, like, We Came As Romans was one of my favorite bands. And uh, I think maybe, like, three or four years into, like, doing the production thing, uh, I found out that Kyle from that band, just on Twitter or something, he, he was, like, making dance music. So I started, like spamming him on Twitter so hard because I thought that would be like the coolest thing ever if this guy who was in this band that I really like who also likes EDM if like could ever get him to like hear my stuff or like mm-hmm. say I was cool or whatever and then eventually he like got back to me one day and then I sent him stuff he really liked it and then he like he hooked me up for all access for like when he came to Calgary and then I brought my girl out to work to her one year and he like treated us super well. And then, yeah, we became pretty close through that. Um, but yeah, I got that tattoo for him and that mm-hmm. was, uh, yeah, that one's like the most special, mm-hmm. I guess. What does love mean to you? What does love mean to me? Oh, I know you can ask this because yeah. I've seen it a lot. Um, that's, I feel like, I feel like love, is this like just in general or like love versus being in love? Up but, to you. I feel like you want to answer. <laughs> I guess both. I guess, like, love... You can love anything. I mean, if it's something that just, like... I guess if you wake up looking forward to... You know, if you love your job, if you wake up, mm-hmm. you look forward to doing that. Or you look forward to doing specific things. You know, like, if you love helping people or whatever, you wake up, you're excited about that. Um, I guess just something that's, like, always on your mind in, like, a positive way. Mm-hmm. That's probably love. Um... I guess it's the same for like if you're in love with someone if you wake yeah. up excited to like hang out with them or if you like go out with like the boys and you're excited to tell yeah, them yeah I like about. that positive aspect like how you were saying yeah 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 I think yeah I don't know maybe if they're always on your mind you're excited about them or yeah that's yeah. what I do with my girl I like her she's <laughs> cool I like telling people about her <laughs> last question what do you want to be remembered for what do I want to be remembered for? Oh, that's good. I would like to be remembered for 
Uh, number one, being a good person for sure. Mm -hmm. um, I would much rather be remembered for like me as a person than music stuff. Obviously, I'd love to be remembered as someone who you know makes cool art or does that. But um, yeah, I guess number one, be a good person. My like my like end goal with anything music is I don't really have like any specific like festival or like label or like artist to work with anything like that I would just like to get to a point where I can like I can like hire a friend to be a tour manager full-time uh, who want like wants to do it um, I can hire like a photographer who wants to do photography as a career so like I can do that I want to be able to like give people like the freedom to like do what they want to do mm -hmm. so obviously if you're successful and like you have that platform you can do that so um, I'd like to remember for doing something like that. Yeah, I love it. This is so much fun. Thank you. Yes, thank you very much for having me. This has been awesome. <laughs>